I remember sitting at a movie theater in Houston with my wife Susie, and we were watching the movie The Greatest Showman for the very first time. And I was really loving the movie. Uh, I thought the dancing was great, the cinematography was great, all of it was awesome. But when Kayla settled, uh, started singing This Is Me, I've got to be honest with you, I started ugly crying. <laughs> Listen to the opening lyrics of that song, and I've got to tell you, when I first heard it, it really hit home, and that's probably what made me start crying. Here's what it says. It says, I am not a stranger to the dark. Hide away, they say, because we don't want your broken parts. I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars. Run away, they say. No one will love you as you are. When I heard this song for the first time, I started crying because I felt like I had been singing this song my whole life. See, I've made so many mistakes throughout my life and I've said things I wish I hadn't and done things I wish I hadn't. I look back on my life and while there are many things I've done that I'm proud of, I see so many mistakes that I wish I hadn't done. And through all of it, I've hidden my broken parts from the world and I've been ashamed of all my scars. I have lived life running away from my story because I fear that if people just knew, they wouldn't love me as I am. It's terrifying to own our story. It's terrifying to own our past because we never know what people will say or how they will respond. So instead, like the song says, I spent many years trying to hide. About seven years ago, I wrote a Facebook post that uh, started getting a lot of likes and a lot of shares, but suddenly uh, someone from my past, someone who saw a really dark side of me, someone who saw me at my lowest point ever, decided to share it and say a bunch of ugly things about me. Now, look, some of it was true, I'll own that, but a lot of it was completely made up. Rumors that had gone from person to person, and each time they were just exaggerated more and more. Afraid that people would find out about my past, I quickly deleted it. Even if a lot of it wasn't true, I tried to hide away anything that could make people believe that I am who I used to be. I bottled it all up instead, ashamed of all my scars. Can you relate to that? There's a guy in the Bible named Paul who has to deal with this uh, same issue, the same struggle. Sharp words are constantly thrown at him, and, and uh, they try to cut him. Um, but each time anybody says anything or does anything, he, he really tries to drown them out with a different narrative about himself. I want you to listen to what uh, Scripture says in Galatians 1, uh, verses 11 through 14. This is a guy named Paul talking. You have heard, no doubt, of my earlier life in Judaism. I was violently persecuting the church of God and was trying to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism uh, beyond many among my people of the same age, for I was far more zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. Now, when Paul wrote this, people knew his past, but you might not know what he did. So, so let me share. Paul persecuted the early church because they went against many of the teachings of Judaism. Paul was responsible for the imprisonment and the death of many men and women. He would also secure arrest warrants where he could bind people and bring them back to Jerusalem. And then he, he says it himself, he would force them to blaspheme so that he could punish them. 
I mean, this was one mean guy that no Jesus follower wanted to cross paths with. That is, until Grace rewrote Paul's story. In Acts chapter 9, we're told that Jesus appeared to Paul in a bright light that leaves him blind. A couple of days later, a guy named Ananias is also called by God to go to Paul and tell him this. It says, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me so that you may be filled with the Holy Spirit. After this, we're told that Paul was baptized and he began to proclaim Jesus everywhere he went. See, Paul had a past, but that did not keep him from telling the world about Jesus and what Jesus had done in his life. And do you know why? Because despite everything he had done, Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit is present in our lives, the past ceases to define us. Instead, we find a new identity in Christ, an identity that tells us that we are forgiven, that we are beloved, and that we are called to something greater than who we used to be. We find an identity that tells us that we are worthy of God's love, that there is nothing we are not worthy of. We find an identity in Christ that says our scars, our bruises, even our past do not define us. You see, we don't have to be ashamed of all our scars. No matter what you've been through, what regrets you have, or what parts of your past uh, may hold, uh, people may hold over you, that is not who you are. Let me tell you, the narrative that, like Paul, uh, Jesus has given you, I want to tell you what that looks like. And in fact, I want us to say it together. So will you repeat this after me? Uh, Repeat it with me. Let's do that instead. There is no more need to hide, no more need to live in the dark, no more need to be ashamed because I am now a beloved child of God who has been forgiven. Because of that, I will share my story because God wants to use my story to help others know that they too are loved and forgiven. So when others try to cut me down, I will allow Jesus's voice to drown their voice out because I am forgiven. That is who I am. This is me. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for grace and we thank you for forgiveness. We thank you that our past does not define us. Help us find our new identity in you, God, because we know that that identity is far greater and far better than anything we can even imagine. God, we give you thanks, and we pray this in your most precious and most glorious name. Amen.